Welcome to the Self Saboteur Podcast, episode number six. I know I made a mistake last time. During the podcast, I said number four when it indeed it was number five. We're going to try a new segment. Coffee break. For those uh, audio-only listeners, I just held up a 2x4 that says audio break and marker. And there may be a spelling, uh, or it says coffee break and marker, and I might uh, might have made a spelling mistake. But I'm outside, it's beautiful. And I really have no, typically I don't have any plan of attack when it comes to talking. And, they're start, and I've been reading stuff that says there should be. But I'm going in cold. Colder than a fucking winter's day in the middle of Saskatchewan, Alberta. I mean, Saskatchewan, Canada. Fuck, I'm in Alberta. Yes, I'm still in the darts. Haven't quit that yet. But cigarettes don't land you in handcuffs unless you're stealing them. And I bought these cigarettes. Actually, I talked about uh, sobriety in my last episode, or an episode, number three. It seemed to resonate with a lot of people, and I got, you know, I had some good insight. People telling me, you know, it helped them, and, you know, I'm, I go through my own issues, and one of the biggest things, I think, one of the biggest challenges anyways is, you know, is A, to decide you want to be sober. And then also having a game plan to follow through with that because it's so easy to slip if you forget where and why you are in fact sober. Life is different. You have to leave your family, some family, some friends behind that may cause you to entertain the idea of abusing whatever substance it substance it was that you were abusing and I like to put this into perspective for people that aren't addicts to help addicts and non-addicts with things such as what I'm about to read you which is my wallpaper on my phone and it says there is only one way to happiness and that is to cease worrying about things which are beyond the power of our will and that was Seneca essentially saying you know tomorrow will take care of itself and by worrying about today tomorrow is going to be because tomorrow is coming right well we can't guarantee that but we're going to assume that tomorrow is is coming and by worrying about today it's kind of a paradox because by worrying about today, you're going to allow yourself to navigate and do the things you want to do for this specific, for that specific time frame. For example, if you're worrying so much about tomorrow or the following day or the following week or the next year, you know, you're going to lose today. And if you do that tomorrow, you're going to lose that day. And 
in essence, that's the definition of insanity. Insanity, not the def- Webster's definition, but it is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting the, you know, uh, a different result, and making a full circle back to addiction. You know, if you were, let's just put in perspective, donuts. If you're addicted to donuts, and you woke up in the morning, you said, you know, I'm going to quit donuts today, and then you said, there's two ways of doing it. You know what? I'm going to. I'm just not going to have donuts today. And then you're fighting, you're white knuckling it. Or. Or you're white knuckling it, and then you decide, you know what? I can't do this anymore. Because you're thinking about the following week. What am I going to do ne- next week at Buddy's birthday party? I can't have these donuts. What about next year? What about tomorrow morning's coffee meeting? I can't have. So you're you're so caught up in tomorrow where you could just tell yourself, just today and today only, I'm not going to touch donuts. And then you tell yourself that again the following day. And you can even break it down to the hour. Just for one hour, I'm not going to have a drink, and we'll think about it, or or a donut, and we're going to think about uh, we're going to think about that in the next hour. And when that hour comes, you say, okay, for this hour, I am not going to have donuts or whatever substance you abuse. And you treat it day by day because you would go insane. And especially in today's society where everything's fast paced and right at the tip of your fingertips with a friggin' cell phone, you know, information is just instant and there's instant gratification, the access to porn and the access to, you know, dating apps and, and you're, you know, getting food. It's, it's so quick and people are not willing to go through the struggle of sobriety and that's why I say you know sometimes people have to hit rock bottom and it's very sad but it's true and sometimes people's rocks bottoms are you know be their parents get mad at them or their their loved one they lose a loved one um you know in a relationship they they can't put up with their their shit anymore and then they decide to change or that is somebody's uh rock bottom is going to jail and And or getting themselves into some serious, some serious trouble. If there was a way to recreate a rock bottom, that would be great. And I think one of those ways you can do that is reflect and and reminisce on all the things that are going wrong in your life and really take a look at it. If you if you do want to quit, and weigh the pros to the cons with whatever. If I continue to do follow this path, and this is assuming that this is a problem, and obviously you've been thinking about it, and people have been, you know, mentioning that you do have a problem. And you further investigate and, you know, you find that you do in fact have a problem. You need a game plan. Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to do the things that you wanted to do before, but you're going to, you're going to want to, you're going to get outside your comfort zone as cheesy as that sounds. And you're going to find new things that you enjoy and you're going to find out who your true friends are. I still have friends that, you know drink occasionally do drugs occasionally but they know that that is not what I want with my life and I've lost a lot of friendship a lot of friendships a lot of family members because me being in that area me being around that is toxic and that's tough for some people to grasp and then they're stuck in their bubble and then they and then you know they say well everybody else is doing it so therefore x equals I'm not, uh, I'm not into any trouble. I'm not abusing anything. 
taking taking a, an inventory in a of yourself and just living day by day and being grateful for for being present is a beautiful thing. They say that um, somebody that abuses substances, let's say at age 20, and I have a different belief in this, but say at the age of 20, they are abusing that, that whatever substance all the way up to 30, and then they decide to recover. Well, for that 10 years, their only coping mechanism was whatever they were abusing. So they actually, what some scientists claim and doctors claim that they have the maturity level of that of a 20 year old i would go further to say that they have coping mechanisms um you know how they cope with stress you know they don't have the proper tools and they have the same those same mechanisms as when they were 20 so they're sober they're fine you know after a few months that glow goes away and they go back to these fears and everything and they go back to what they know best and that's what they were abusing and the only way around that is to build the tool belt, and that's whether that's neurolinguistic programming, cognitive behavioral therapy. Uh, I believe it's in believing in um, a higher power, something that's greater than yourself. You know, you know, being close with family, family that is healthy for you, um, working hard, and simply being stoic. And take a look into Stoicism by Marcus Aurelius is a great, uh, great book. But essentially, it's actually called Meditations, and. Uh, it's a great book and you know it's be, it's about being in the present and i catch my i'm not fucking perfect and i'm no expert at all i'm just going through i'm going through the battles like anybody else but i thought i'd just voice my my own interpretation of what that means to me what sobriety means to me what recovery means to me but there is some days you there you're going to have your rough days some days are, you're going to feel like you can't do it but but you can it's all it's literally i know it's i've heard it my whole life it's all in your head but you do design that and you do through negative suggestion i'll throw one tip out there on the back of my coffee break board it says paradoxical para, paradoxical intention and that's a tool i've been using one of the many to help with obsessive thoughts so for example if you're in so much fear of something start to put your so failure for example if your fear is failure we'll start failing at things more start off small you know and accept that you can fail and paradoxically you will succeed I know they, t and that's why I don't like these influencers because they say, you don't be positive, be this, be that. Sure, to an extent, but you need to realize that that, that applies to only X amount of people. There are certain people that that does not apply to. So try new things out, explore. Um, I'm not telling everyone to be sober, but if you have an issue, you think you have an issue, make sure you address it. Make sure you have a plan in place. It's like anything. I don't rely on my bills being paid on hopes and dreams alone. <laughs> you know, I have a I have a plan in place, and it's definitely not hopes and dreams.
by getting sober, if you are thinking about getting sober, you might find an activity that always wanted to do because you are not that substance as much as it you are not you know you are not the guy that needs to go to the bar if that is your if you're if if your problem is let's say with alcohol and you feel like you you know nothing else other than the bar well you actually don't know anything else other than the bar and 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 staying up till 7 a.m hearing the birds chirp because you got fucking you know god's sand up your nose the devil's sand up your nose The only way to, and I had a close person to me tell me this, and it's it's so simple, but it's blind faith. Have blind faith. Take that leap forward. It's scary, and you're gonna feel weird. But try it out, and then further investigate it. And sure, you might slip up here and there, but get yourself back up, and keep moving forward. Nothing in life that is worth anything comes easy. I believe that's a true statement. Other than breathing, maybe. But does that come easy if you really break it down? On a, on a conscious level, it seems like that. But subconsciously, your body's working really hard to, to breathe. Now I'm a fucking genius now. I just, I just sound like a fucking damn genius. Kudos to me. The idea behind self-saboteur is to not become a self-saboteur, is to expose being a self-sabotaging person. And the self-sabot army is, the self-sabot sober squad is people that would like to get on that other side, but it's a remembrance to the, the times you were a self-saboteur, sabotaging yourself with things you know are wrong and and you do them anyways. That's like... Someone put it to me perfectly. If you eat fucking peanuts and you get a rash, are you going to... And you can barely breathe. Are you going to keep eating peanuts? No. So why do we do that with other things? Like alcohol, drugs, even cigarettes. Pot calling the kettle black here, folks. I love everyone out yet out there. Thank you so much for listening. This is the coffee break. But also episode 6, I think. We'll see. Either way, mwah. Welcome to the Self-Saboteur podcast number 8, The Devil's Playground. And I just did this podcast earlier and I'm using a new application and new software and it got deleted and that's the devil's playground well not entirely and I don't want to lose all the non-religious folk out there because it has some applicable metaphorical that's how you want to look at it ways of of listening to this and I don't want to turn you off but yeah I just did this podcast and what the fuck kind of measurement is bars? I'm not a I'm not a music artist. Just give me times. I just want to hear myself 
in my headphones. But whatever. I'm not going to get upset about it. An empty mind is the devil's playground. You might have also heard the term... Not the term, sorry. The saying, an idle brain is the workshop of a devil. And what my interpretation of that is, is boredom. And boredom is dangerous. Boredom is the silent killer to productivity and self-growth and all that other shit. For me, boredom could very well be the death of me. I know I've talked about addiction and sobriety and recovery in this pod, in these po- uh, some of these podcasts, but if I'm laying down and I'm stuck, then today was a, a was a day that I did not want to do anything. And sometimes I have those days. Sometimes people say, "Anthony, you know, what the fuck? You have so much energy. This is insane." And the truth of the matter is, I'm always fucking tired all the time. And I mentioned in another podcast that I don't like people that say that they're tired all the time. But the truth is. Is that I'm zero or a hundred? I could be, and and I and that works both ways. I could be a hundred percent sleeping on the couch, dedicated to that, or a hundred percent moving forward. So I always need to be doing something, and that's just God's work. That's what what He has in store for me. I guess he wants me to keep moving forward, or else I'm thinking about setting a pine tree on fire and hanging from the chandelier like a kid out of the movie and. You know, maybe throwing an egg at a wall and then not cleaning it up. But the big thing about the big key thing I want to focus on and not lose people on is is this boredom thing. And I was sitting today, literally for thirty five minutes. What a waste of time! But actually, not if I'm if I'm going to be talking about it now. But just staring at the ceiling and just going, you know. And the longer you sit, the more you think about the trials of the days and. You know, what your boss said to you the day before, you know, the the text uh, you're waiting on from some girl or if you're another girl out there waiting on from some boy or something your mom said to you, your dad said to you. And then that goes deep into the rabbit hole of what you didn't do today and and, you know, what you need to get done. And then it's now you, you know, oh, I got to change the roll of toilet paper and then. If you don't change a roll of toilet paper, what are you going to wipe your ass with? And it spirals downhill to self-loathing, self-pity, and nihilism. And that is a disgusting place to be and a sad place to be. And you can literally cripple yourself, your whole being, and just end up sitting on a couch all day. I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. Not just a couch, in my bed, in my truck, on a freaking, I don't know, hotel room. I'm drinking the sparkling water. It's uh, it's good. It's by Smart Smart Water. It's delicious. Strawberry blood orange. It's delicious. And I'm gonna light up myself a uh, a Pall Mall cigarette. I don't advocate smoking, but uh, we all know I'm trying to get quit the old dart skis here. But boredom is the devil's playground. You've all experienced it. You're in you're in traffic. You know. All of a sudden, you got three fucking fingers up your nose, and you're digging for gold. You're tickling your brain, and somebody's looking at you to the side like you're from Mars, and maybe you are, but and and that and that's not what you would normally do. 
but that's what just boredom does. It just your body subconsciously takes over and moves and does things it does not want to do and it leads your brain into a direction it does not want to go in. I've seen it happen to friends, family. I can hear them talking about it. They just talk, 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 talk. It's like you told me for four hours how much you hated your your current situation. You've done nothing. And I think that all follows under boredom. And it's a normal, I you know, I'm not... I'm not asking for everyone or I don't ask for myself to be a fucking one of these robots that Elon Musk is talking about. Elon fucking sucks or Elon Musky nut smell. Um, I don't know. I don't have anything to insult him about. He's actually a good looking guy and he's probably really smart, obviously. But I don't care about your cyborgs. Stop talking to me about aliens taking over. When people talk to me about that, it's like talking about fucking horoscopes. Yeah. Uh yeah, don't talk to me, please. I got better shit to do. So anyways, I don't expect you or myself to be a, you know, a robot. But let's, you know, well, I can only speak for myself. I just want to work towards a spot where boredom does not consume my life. Because once that does, then what prevails is darkness. And I think I have a few solutions to that. One is cigarettes. The other one I covered in a in a in another podcast about tips on you know successful tips that I find help myself for productivity, journaling obviously, setting goals. But the biggest one I found I can talk all day is my five second rule, and no, I'm not talking about what your parents used to say when you used to drop a Cheeto on the ground and your dog licked it, and you got well five second rules. Eat now you can eat the Cheeto. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, if I have a task in mind, let's come up with a task. Ready? And let's say you have two dishes in the sink. You know you need to do them. Five, four, three, two. You're already up. You're already starting to do the dishes. Once I got into that habit, I was able to expanding it to other parts of my life and and you know I can I still procrastinate like a motherfucker but you know the important things get done instead of then the whole pile of dishes are now piled up and then you're crippled just like your thoughts you're crippled who wants to do a fucking mound of dishes what I used to do I used to just pile them up throw them out and buy new dishes then I went to a point in my life years I'm talking maybe four or five years ago where I would just Buy fucking throwaway plates like in red solo cup, YOLO cup. And uh, that's not good. That's not an adult thing to do. Yeah, have a girl, have a nice girl come over and give her, make her pasta and put it on a fucking one of those plates where it seeps through under a nice dress. Good job. So the five-second rule really helps. Staying out of your mind and as soon as you start getting into the self-loathing and the hatred, that's about, I find, 20 minutes into start when you start overcomplicating everything. And it all starts with one negative thought or talking to, seeking validation from others. This all does full circle to boredom. I, I just brand it as boredom because when you're bored, all these thoughts flood in and it's the devil's playground. That's why I called this episode that... Um, I did read 
a couple of things. Marcus Aurelius has a book, a journal, actually, Meditations. And I like what he said here. At dawn, when you have trouble getting out of bed, tell yourself, I have to go to work. As a human being, what do I have to complain of? If I'm going to do what I was born for, the things I was brought into the world to do, or is this what I was created for? To huddle under the blankets and stay warm? I'm going to repeat that last sentence because that is, ooh, that just makes me cuddle. That just makes it move. To huddle under the blankets and stay warm? Oh, isn't that nice? For the religious folk out there, that's the devil. For the non-religious, that's a, call it whatever you want, the metaphorical devil. That's that's uh, your, you know, your inner self-conscious subconscious telling you but that's just the devil telling you stay under the blankets it's warm in here order skip the dishes get yourself a coffee order it right to your house get a fucking donut make it three you know what order pancakes too you fat fuck and get a milkshake stay nice in here just like the it clown it's it's fun down here or whatever he says about the fucking in the sewer scene that fuck is that movie scary i just thought about that the original one not the the newer one's kind of bullshit but uh that's what it is come stay in here it's warm in here come out of inside and if you just thought like that all day you'd just be stuck in those blankets and after about 35 minutes you feel so at the same time you love and hate you you love that you hate that you love the how much you feel great doing nothing. And that leads to nothing. And that leads to no pro- progress. I did not. Today wasn't the greatest day for me. I'm cr- currently traveling and I have a flight early tomorrow. But I needed to get this podcast through. I appreciate all the support people listening to me. I took down my Instagram. And... There's some reasons behind that, but one of the main reasons is that I find it's very toxic. You know, swiping through and after seven hours, you just realized you could have watched the Titanic two and a half times. And then maybe wrote a thesis on that one girl's tits that in the the pictures it kind of look like carrots. And nothing against carrot nipples, but... You know, and, and all that, and all these big tech... Guys, they all say they don't give their kids their iPads or their phones. And isn't that so funny when you see that in a park? There's kids in a park playing on... I seen that the other day. Kids in a park on iPads. What the fuck are you doing, mom and dad? Not my mom and dad, but this is the problem with the generation. You're at a fucking park and your kids are there eating a Snickers bar looking at a fucking iPad. Instead of playing in the park, getting lost, playing, experimenting with <laughs> cigarette butts in the ground, trying to smoke them, and then riding your bike, running away as fast as you can, building a tree fort, you know, throwing pine cones at a car and then running away as fast as you can when you're 11 years old, or throwing water balloons at each other. Or I, we had this one time when uh, a cousin of mine he chewed a blood capsule, and when we were like 10, and pretended he passed out on the ground, and then he woke up and he was fine and everyone was pissed at us but kind of it was funny at the same time and we laughed and then we ran away and then got in shit from our dad my dad because we were so honest and uh but but going back to the iPad thing it's like it's instant gratification it's designed to hit your dopamine your serotonin levels in your brain you're fucking addicted to it 
And if if you like doing it, go by all means. I'm not here to tell anybody not to do do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting anybody. But that's what I see it as. And I like using Snapchat because you can kind of control that. You know, there's no real. I hope you're addicted to me though. <laughs> that's kind of biased, isn't it? But I hope you're addicted to me, and I hope you're addicted to my videos and my stuff. But uh, you can catch me on Snapchat, Self Sabo, S-E-L-F-S-A-B-O, all lowercase. And if you want to reach out and send me questions, uh, ideas for my podcast, just reach out to me just to say whatever you want to say. It's selfsaboteurpodcast at gmail.com. That's selfsaboteurpodcast at gmail.com, S-E-L-F-P-O-D. Oh, fuck. So it's self saboteur podcast. So S E L F S A B O T E U R P O D C A S T at gmail.com. And a lot of loss I lost I kinda did it on a fucking whim and I should have kinda saved I should have coulda wanna should have saved the contacts that I met. I had a bunch of plans and I hope I can find this one lady that I was gonna do a podcast with. I'm I'm sure she listens to me and will reach out to me, but we had a podcast scheduled for, for August about uh, addictions, etc. And um I'm going in circles with this podcast. I'm tired. And I hate when people talk about how tired they are. This week's going to be a good week, you know, because every day is going to be a good day, and I'm going to, I'm going to figure out a more structured way to convey my thoughts and ideas as we move along, and thank you for following along this journey with me, I know it's like a fucking tornado, and you're just picking ideas out, well I am anyways, and then you're just trying to listen to those ideas, and, and hopefully it triggers something in your brain, or I hope it's something that you can go to sleep to, drive to, laugh to, you know, at least say, well, at least my life is not like this, guys. I don't know. My entertainment is yours. I entertain for you. I had a lot of other stuff to say, but I might save that. I might, I'm going to keep this one short, sweet. I'm on Apple Podcasts, iTunes. It's the big one. We can also find me on Breaker, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, Pocket Cast, and Google Google Podcasts as well. And I hope the audio turned out right on this one here. I also made a nice intro song today too. So yes, today was a success. And I didn't uh, let my boredom overcome me and allow it to, for me to procrastinate. Oh, also someone's going to hypnotize me on, on, a, on a podcast and see if I can quit smoking. That's going to be pretty cool. That is going to be, I believe, at the end of the month here. I'm texting with a gentleman here. He specializes in that shit. And uh, we're going to see if it works. I'm just scared he's going to turn me into, like, normal. So so instead of self-sab, it'll be self-normal. And how fucking boring would that be? But anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming out. I'm going to have one up tomorrow. Self-saboteur podcast. Self-sabo. Mm, have a good night before I kiss you and have a wonderful day tomorrow. Get some sleep and live and let God. I think that's how that one goes. Just live. Mwah.